You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. Welcome to The Uprising. We've got another guest this week, and it is one of our favorite guests of all time. (laughs) Yes, it is. The official fourth member of The Itch. That's a rumor. Yeah. We say that because this is the fifth time that Eva Marie of Eva Under Fire has graced us with her presence (laughs) <laughs> that doubles the amount of appearances anybody else has exactly just about there's only one competitor but he didn't make sense for this series so we'll get him another time <laughs> yep <laughs> over the past couple of years eva has joined us twice a year actually but it's both times each year we're in the fall so it would be like october and then we talk again like six weeks later in december it'd be like well not that much has actually happened since then but here we are <laughs> This is so much more balanced. We had her for Christmas Eva 2022, and now here we are in June, July, talking again. So mid-year, and then we'll hit her up again next holiday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we have traditions, as, as she said, the last, <laughs> the last Christmas Eva. But uh, yeah, Eva is one of those guests for us that is pretty much down for like whatever we think of you know like whatever idea we have in our heads if we pitch it to her she's like yeah we can make that work you know (laughs) yeah she's the definition of a true friend of the show yes very true not only is their album love drugs and misery which came out last year fantastic one of our favorites of the year but she's just a fantastic conversationalist eva has a, a great balance on like all fronts of you know humor and candor being very well spoken and also very open and so always a pleasure to speak with and uh always very insightful about her own life and band's journey and and the industry and everything in addition to that just like the oxymorons interview that you've all listened to um of course you have yeah (laughs) yeah all of you yes so just like the oxymorons with Eva, we just kind of instantly click and it just, it works. She understands what we do and we understand what she does. And just like the oxymorons, it's been awesome to watch Eva under fire grow along, you know, with the podcast, you know, they're doing great things. They're touring with huge names in the industry. They're making a huge uh, impression across the, the board from, you know, to everybody. So it's just awesome to see their growth and be a part of that as well. And a quick shout out and thank you to the Eva Under Fire and Better Noise teams for allowing us to use their song Blow as the theme for the Upheaval series. That is her voice you hear doing the countdown at the beginning of this episode. That's a great song. Go check it out. Yeah. So when we were doing our pitch to do this Upheaval series, she was definitely the the main act that we wanted to hit up a lot because of the the friendship that we have, but also... They are from Michigan as well. We're planning to go see them in their home state later this fall, as has been mentioned in some previous episodes. But uh, we decided let's not wait that long. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go do this this upheaval thing, and we'll right. we'll sneak in another sighting there. We're impatient, and it's been too long since we've seen an Eva under fire play live. So we've got to go make an exception and and drive. Here's what's crazy is, you know, we've had all these conversations. I've actually never seen her live because I live in a different town than you guys. And you guys are the ones who have gotten to see her. Yeah. And so I I haven't been around. And it seems that her tours tend to come through St. Louis more often than they come through Chicago. So I'm really looking forward to it because it will be my first time. Yes. 
So definitely our number one draft pick when it came to who do we want to speak to for this interview series. And we're glad to be able to make that happen and to uh, present that to you now. We'd certainly hope you enjoy it. So without any further ado, here's our conversation with the fourth member of the itch, Eva Marie of Eve Under Fire. We're here with Eva Marie of Eve Under Fire. And we wanted to really quickly at the beginning here, just kind of discuss a little bit of the things that have happened since the last time we talked, Christmas Eva too. Um, I thought it was awesome that your mom listened that very morning that we posted the episode. <laughs> and commented on the cheesy potatoes. Yep. <laughs> sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my mom shows up at like the, my mom and stepdad are like heavy music fans have been for years. And so there's a, there's a brand new venue by us, District 142. And um, we did a headline show with that, but we were their first sold out show. And I go way back with the, uh, thank you. Yeah. With, with the promoter that now is part owner of this venue. So we're very excited to have something like this in our hometown now. Because you said just have to go to Detroit proper for that. Now we we get some cool shows downriver. Nice. But my mom and stepdad are there like every week. She's like texting me pictures with them. Is like, <laughs> uh, your mom is like heavy music, <laughs> hardcore, like into like because they're at every show that they have. And I said, yeah, I mean that's where I get it from. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to my family. We're just gonna keep showing up at your venue now. And Julie's like, bring them down. So uh, yeah, it's been a fun ride for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And we kept riding a high because we had an interview with you. Then we had an interview with Joey Varela of Varsity for New Year's Eve Varela. And then we proceeded to have six interviews in the first six weeks of the year. So it was a busy month. It's <laughs> supposed to be the month of rest and recuperation <laughs> after Christmas. Nope. And then so last month we had our own encounter with Hailstorm. As we know, you're huge fans of Hailstorm and, and they're going to be at upheaval. This is going to act as the discussion of Hailstorm because we were hoping to get them on for this series, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen, unfortunately. But um, we were able to interview RJ and Taylor Carroll of Chemical Fire, which that needs to be a, a tour pairing. Chemical Fire, Eva Under Fire, Fame on Fire. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, hit me <laughs> up. They know where I'm at. RJ specifically <laughs> was like... Uh, we were, if we could, we were going to try to get to their first show out in LA because I was going to do, they've got a podcast. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't end up able to work out, I think, because I don't know if that wasn't shipwrecked, but we were, do- we were doing something else in January and we couldn't make it. But yeah, they've been killing it. I'm excited for them. Yeah. We were able to travel to Nashville and see their second show ever as Chemical Fire. And we were able to meet Mama Storm, who is a <laughs> huge fan of the itch right now. So shout out to Mama Stormer. And uh <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have your mom. I don't know if she prefers to be called Mama Fire. I don't know. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm going to tell her that she's now been crowned. <laughs> there it is. She's be like, are you serious? Like, yeah, you're more famous than I am. Great. <laughs> it's our new marketing spiel. It's our new pitch is that The Itch is your mom's favorite podcast. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. That's perfect. It's brilliant. I mean, because that's honestly like all of us, we just... We're always about family. I think rock music in general is all about family, right? Yeah. So many of our moms are like super involved, especially yeah. because Hailstorm is like grown up with their, I mean, that's yeah. what they've always done. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
think moms just recognize it too. Like we're we're all mama's boys too. Like, it's, <laughs> there's, like, so. They probably do. They're like their mom dar is out, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> these kids were raised right. Yeah, I need to talk to your moms. <laughs> right? They're like, we're gonna hang out on this podcast, and I'm gonna tell your mom you say any shenanigans, right? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, awesome stuff. Well, with Hailstorm being the same day as as you perform, and also Ice Nine Kills, any chance uh, there's some guest appearances uh, on stage? Who knows? I, you know what? It's so weird to me because this is, I think this is part of the reason why I love festivals. You just don't know because there's so many names in the room. People crash each other's sets all the time. And, you know, but in the feature world, what I will tell you is this has been a long road for us, mm. right? For you guys, for us as a band coming out after pandemic world, right? Like that stuff was released so long ago. And I know that they get feature requests all the time. So I can't imagine that unless we were able to like coordinate something, maybe I think it would be more likely if we were to be able to tour together, but he probably hasn't sang that song since he tracked it. Like <laughs> I played every night, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we had that conversation actually when we, um, we opened for From Ashes New at the Eclectic Room. Mm -hmm. And it was just a one-off and it was their tour with Word Alive. I think that was two tours for them ago because now they just got off with um shinedown which was amazing for them i love to see their come up too yes because i happen to know that just from our brief interactions with them that they're real ones like mm -hmm. matt wrote that verse for coming for blood and like facebook messaged me like chatted about it before he ever put it into the hands of someone at the label he would genuinely wanted to know what we thought about it first which i i have mad respect for so they're about what they preach for sure. So I kind of sidelined him that day. I was like, in case you want to crash our set for coming for what he was like, trust me, I love you guys, but I've sang that song since I tracked it. So like, <laughs> I'm not going to go up there and embarrass myself. <laughs> um, so I get it. I totally get it. But yeah, I think most of that needs to be a coordinated effort, but Hey, uh, you know, there's other stuff like that we play with regard to covers with regard to, uh, you know, obviously if bigger bands want to have me crash their set, I probably know your songs. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I'll just, just throw that out there. Yeah. Put that out there, throw that out there, you know, which was able to happen last time we opened for Hailstorm, which was crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a lot of that. I guess it just, you never know what can happen. I hope upheaval is an absolute blast. I hope I just get to hang out with people at upheaval, but um, all parties that we've been friends with before and toured with before if you want to crash our set because you've got a favorite moment in the Yvonne fire set yeah come on up <laughs> the stage is open there you go right <laughs> well we'll be there covering it so uh we'll see you <laughs> much love yeah. yeah and uh that was the cool part about being at the chemical fire show in nashville and meeting lizzie hale for the first time we actually talked about you a little bit and she lit up when we mentioned you and started telling us about the the storm and and all the rain and stuff so she was recanting the whole story that we heard from you oh, I love it. it was nice to just have that connection and be able to chat about you and have her get so excited about it <laughs> isn't she awesome yeah like just i can't believe she's real like it's <laughs> like she's just like you you guys know as starting up your podcast and, and uh, starting up this this band thing and then post you know pandemic world we've been together since the dawn of time it feels like now <laughs> yeah, yeah which is amazing but like when you meet people that have, have they've been in this industry for a million years and they're still just so 
humble and so cool. And like, I think it just, I genuinely, I've, I've seen her talk about it, seen her post about like how much it means to her that RJ's like spread his wings and doing stuff with his friends and music and like separate from what they're doing. She's just genuinely happy for her brother. And I love that. I have a brother. Mm -hmm. I know how to feel. You know what I mean? Like, so it's really cool to know. And thank you for bringing this up. That was so fun. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they genuinely, they just seem like cool people to chill with. So I I hope there's more, I'm sure there will be in the future because we keep running into each other at the festivals. So it'll be cool. It was so funny when we, when we saw them and, and met with RJ and Taylor at the end of their show and we're getting ready to turn around and walk out the door and RJ is like, Hey, are you going to the bar? We're like, I guess we are now. Where's it at? <laughs> is that an invite? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then we, we hung out with them and it was, it was a blast. RJ's RJ's amazing. Oh yeah. He's a riot, isn't he? Yeah. Um, did I tell <laughs> you guys about when Joe called it out that uh, Chris, our Chris was a, like he asked if he was a drummer and I was like, <laughs> how did you know that? Cause Chris doesn't play drums in our band, but he started as a musician playing drums. And I was like, how did you know that? And he was like, Oh, cause him and our drummer seem to vibe and they're both like crazy <laughs> off their rocker. And that's how you know that. I'm like, Oh, okay. There's a type. They're both that shit. I yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. All right. So let's transition and talk a little bit about upheaval itself and the importance of upheaval for the grand rapids rock scene dude upheaval has been on our radar for a long time like we've uh known friends that have been able to like oh upheaval you know they keep they keep talking about this and and honestly we haven't ever played out that way i don't think maybe once in a separate project a long time ago i played in grand rapids Hmm. um for us being so close to detroit there was more like local scene bar gigs that you could play and everything was sort of like accessible right but like Grand Rabbits has like a huge rock scene that I didn't like know about. And they're like, you know, Hey, how come you guys never come out and play this way? I was like, I didn't know that existed. Right. (laughs) So now being able to play upheaval is like, that's the biggest stage you want to step on over there. And, um, and so it's, I've always heard wonderful things about upheaval and um, I personally have never attended, but I know friends of mine have gone out and they're like, dude, why aren't you guys playing? I'm like, I don't, we're trying. (laughs) (laughs) So this year, yeah, we have made it. (laughs) It's funny that you mentioned that we, we recorded an interview with Alfonso of Heartsick Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how like in Michigan, you know, you've kind of got that, like the Western part of the state. And then you have like Detroit is like its own separate thing. So it totally tracks. Yeah, exactly. The Michigan hand. <laughs> we don't know what's going on over yep. here. We just know what's happening right here. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, what you said and what he said totally track together with this idea of like separate worlds happening. And so you got this festival that's really kind of bringing like artists from all over the state as well as outside of it together. Yeah. Yeah. Upheavals. Um, I, I, I can't remember, but it's, it's been around for at least a couple of years that I've I've heard about yeah why aren't you guys playing? Why aren't you guys playing? Because you were a Michigan band, right? Yeah. So we're like, uh, well, we're, you know, that's for the, the bands that go pro. And now we've <laughs> dwindled our way in there. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of rises, but then also on the same trajectory as yours. Cause as the first year was supposed to be 2020 and obviously nothing happened in 2020. And so then it's just been kind of a build since then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So that I, it's kind of how that comes around too, is like out of the woodwork. Cause sometimes 
different promoters will take over. They rename certain festivals. They have it at different fairgrounds or whatever have you. So like all people I know is like, but I, I've seen pictures on IG and I was like, why aren't we there? And they're, mm. so that makes sense now that they've, <laughs> yeah. they've only been around for as long as we have kind of with yeah. at least with what they're doing. Mm. And, and it, now it's coined upheaval. And so, I mean, but it's, it, they've got massive names behind them to get all these amazing artists on this stage. So I'm really stoked. And again, it's, it's in Michigan, so that makes me even more excited for my home state. <laughs> when you see stuff like that, is that like, like kind of, do you like set goals in your mind to try to accomplish like playing on stages and festivals like Upheaval? I have, um, but I usually do it with just like Pine Knob, right? Pine Knob, if I do main stage at Pine Knob, I don't care if it's headline or if I'm opening or whatever happens. Like if I play main stage at Pine Knob, I'm going to cry. <laughs> because yeah. I've been going to big shows there for my whole life, right? Like when it was DTE for 20 years, I saw my first concert there at Pine Knob when it was Pine Knob before it was DTE and it was Britney Spears. So like, I, and then <laughs> most recently I've seen Backstreet Boys at Pine Knob after DTE era of Pine Knob and it's come back. To, so this is just this massive amphitheater that's by us that mm -hmm. I've all of the big artists that I've ever seen have performed there. So I have a lot of history with that venue particularly because I feel like I kind of grew up there. So um, I don't necessarily, I don't think I've done that with certain festivals like rock on the range. I kind of was like, that was when I, I knew that I had a love for rock music and those were some of the biggest stages that I'd seen like bands perform at. So I think the year we went sick puppies played disturbed was headlining and it, there was just a whole bunch of amazing artists in between on like various stages. And so I really wanted, but now I get to play stuff like that. That's, you know, like my version of that is probably like Aftershock. We've played Louder Than Life now. We played mm -hmm. Welcome Morocco, like all of those types of the big Danny Wimmer festivals. Now we're on Blue Ridge. Now we're on Upheaval. Like you're checking them all. Crazy, crazy <laughs> things where like Hailstorm is also just so happened to be playing at Upheaval. It's like stop. <laughs> right. Um, now I know them and I love them, but like years before it was like, it's Lydia Hale. <laughs> right. So yeah, I, I think I've I've gotten to do that in so many ways, but my big ticket item is Pine Knob. Makes sense. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we sort of got that because we were like when Blow went to radio, they played it on 101 the Riff, and that's our Detroit rock station that's yeah. been here for a million years, right? So we played Riff Fest. But we played the like the parking lot party, right? Y yeah before main stage hit so mm -hmm. um but you know you guys mentioned before about dorothy and dorothy was at riff fest this past year so like i'm making inroads to other people who've gotten to play main stage <laughs> i'm not there yet since you brought her up we were gonna we were gonna touch on that a little bit you'll be joining her on on shiprock as well as upheaval and, and whatnot i saw that I, when <laughs> she was announced i was like Yes. <laughs> like, too. I might have to corner her and give her a hug and just tell her that I love her voice. That's yeah. like all I want out of life. It's just she's got this amazing, like sultry, smoky vibe that mm -hmm. I just yep. I love. Yeah. So if we talk to her, we'll bring it up. And if if well, at least Dan, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm there at Shiprock. We'll we'll see. I have to have to wait. But uh fingers crossed on that one as well. I already got my room reserved, my balcony. I'm, I'm, I'm be sitting pretty. Dad's like, I'm going. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, he's yep, good. Yep. He's, he's <laughs> good. What about you guys? 
we've also had Sam Colton, her guitarist, on our show as well. So we're going to make this meeting happen. We're going to do everything we can to make this collaboration exist. <laughs> <laughs> we're still speaking it into existence. That's our new thing. Yeah. It's like whenever we interview people, we're like, hey, you know what you should uh, you should do? <laughs> Just forcing our ideas into people, whether they care to hear them or not. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. Well, I mean, now your your podcast is jumping off, right? So technically, yeah. you're an influencer. That's your job now. <laughs> that's Manifest what, that's, it. We're, yeah, that's we're, what we're hoping for. We're, yeah, we're just self-proclaimed music nerds that just wish for this yeah. stuff to happen. You know? Yeah. Just geek out a little bit. Perfect. Yeah. As a barely related side note, I just want to know, I don't know how any rock station can compare with one being called The Riff. Right. I've been stuck on that since you mentioned. I'm like, oh, that is the perfect name for a rock radio station. All right. They claimed it. No wonder they've been around since like the dawn of time. Literally, we've made several friends now, even just playing locally, like in the bar scene. Because back when that was, it's my parents' generation of music. They do classic music, but they do like current rock stuff as well. Yeah. But for me, like my parents listened to Doug Podell on the airwaves since I was born, right? So when he started like, like kind of showing Eva under fire some love and like the local bar scene when we were playing like Token Lounge and stuff, like he's introduced us, this like <laughs> huge radio personality that I've known my whole life has introduced us on stage before. And like, I love, and now we know those guys and him and his wife, Sue, are fantastic people. And so now they're at a different station. It's um, uh, Wheels actually is is now WLLZ has, has come up as the new classic rock station. And so I think the riff is moving into playing some more up and comers and some current stuff and not just, right. you know, Metallica and Zeppelin. Yeah, um, <laughs> sure. Fair. But uh, so, yeah, so it's, it's really cool to see, like, these are friends that we've had for years. And now that we're actually in a professional space, it's like the people that continue to cheer us on. And I know like so many promoters like Julie and we've gotten to play some really awesome shows because of our, our local friends. And so shout out to all the venues and the promoters that have always, they've always believed John Bobby is another one I have to shout out. So, hi, John. Much love. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. So it just, we, the new friends that we're meeting are amazing. The friends that have always been in our corner continuing to cheer us on. People like you guys um, truly mean the world to us. So thank you always for having us on. Yeah. Um, we have a, a little bit of something that we were going to do to tie into people at the end, but we would not be able to talk with you and not mention a little bit about your first European tour. Yeah. <laughs> so what can you tell us about that? Right. No, <laughs> so much to cover. <laughs> oh, right. There was a whole different world I've experienced since last we talked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to talk about that more during Christmas Eva, but we have to at least speak to it a little bit. You just got Dude. back from Europe like a week ago, right? Something yeah, like that. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. You're probably still jet lagged. <laughs> yeah, I'm fresh off the plane. Yeah. Um, we were driving through the French countryside. We stopped at a gas station and the gas station there, like the truck stops also have like toilets and whatever McDonald's probably. Right. So like same deal. But I it wasn't in a main like city. So I don't speak French. They don't speak English. And the kiosk where you can order is down. Yeah. And all I wanted was like a cheeseburger and fries, right? So I know that quarter pounder is is known as the Royale over there. But so I needed a Royale with cheese. Somebody's seen Pulp Fiction. 
<laughs> I wasn't sure how to get that because I didn't speak her language. She didn't speak mine. But I asked her, I said, yo hablo uh, solamente poquito español, right? And she was like, oh, español? Bueno, you know? <laughs> so I ordered a Royal con queso with the girl, the French girl that couldn't speak English and the English girl that couldn't speak French. But we both knew just enough Spanish to hack our way through this transaction. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so we were flying by the seat of our pants, and that's pretty much how we got through all of Europe. That's, awesome. That story pretty much encapsulates all of our experience. We had ordered <laughs> a van that uh, we we knew we could we had to drive on the other side of the road and all this other stuff, right? But we were like, we need an automatic. Well. They said, sure, automatic, but gave us a manual. So <laughs> we were in London trying to not like blow the transmission, like on the, cause it's hilly, right? So yeah. you'll roll. Thankfully we didn't have a trailer, but it was a mess. And we ended up turning down this side street in the middle of the night, trying to get to our hotel. It was two in the morning. And obviously all of their trucks are, they have no room for trucks there. Everyone drives a Yaris or a Fiesta. Like that's, Little tiny cars, little tiny roads, little tiny cars, right? <laughs> so we, they didn't know what to do with us, first of all, because we're driving this freaking 12-passenger monster, right? We drive, we turn down this road. It's not a road. It's a walkway in an outdoor mall. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thankfully, it's two in the morning, so there's no one else there either, except for all the drunken revelers that were absolutely there to heckle us like they knew <laughs> in that moment that we were outsiders and they had no shame there was this one girl she started like she just stopped us in the middle of the road and started twerking on the front of the truck like, <laughs> <laughs> she knows we're not supposed to be there we pulled up at the at the hotel and she was like so so where where did you park he says oh we're right outside she goes <laughs> we're not supposed to be right outside like that's not a road that's a walk <laughs> so we had a great time <laughs> clearly yeah. yeah yeah clearly the shows were incredible but we did not <laughs> do europe well yeah <laughs> i'm sure you probably talk to anyone else in the music industry and they're probably like oh yeah that's far for the course right like <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out but it was it was amazing people were incredible honestly like everyone says oh they don't like americans they don't like americans it's not true like maybe as a a general like rule of thumb like you know they probably have a lot to say about us as americans but when you meet another human that's like one-on-one -on -one conversation i don't even care where they're from i was fully expecting in france because French don't like Americans that mm -hmm. when we were in Paris that they would not want to come out and meet me. I was way wrong. <laughs> we stopped traffic in the hallways because there was so many people coming up to like say hi after the show and stuff. So, and I said, Oh, Perry, they were like, yeah, where are you from? You know, you're from, you're from America. I says, yeah, we're from Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. They said, Detroit. <laughs> you know, like it's a French word, right? So we had a great time and everybody was super kind and I would love to go back especially for their festival season. Oh, oh yeah. You're going to yeah. see a brand new woman if I can weasel my way into some freaking European festivals. I, you <laughs> you've, you've conquered the American festival circuit now. So now, you know, what's next is international expansion. So, <laughs> if Skin Dread's playing, you might be taking us with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. we'll be your official promotional team on yeah. the road yeah. in Europe. Hype tribe.
the hype tribe. I like that. It's amazing. That's fresh. All right, I I'm working on some idea. some ideas now. You got the you got the the gears grinding. See? <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Um, well, we'll we'll definitely have to hear more stories about that when we talk in December. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we were just discussing. So we had we had grandson on the show, and we've been chasing him for like three years. So we we finally did it. And that was actually the same day that we met Lizzie Hale. We slept and drove home in time to interview grandson in like two hours. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. You guys had quite the time. It was yeah, almost we, as good as my Europe trip. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, yeah, that was Casey's birthday week. Yeah. Casey's birthday what? week was the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Happy birthday to you. Now you're a rock star. Ta-da. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We, uh, we're planning to see grandson here next week. And we thought that varsity was going to be playing the same day as that show, but it's actually the next day. So we get to see grandson one day and varsity the next day. We're just going to get everybody in there. Perfect. Yeah. The itch has gone off the rails. Now we're just like, is there a concert coming <laughs> yeah. up? We'll probably be there. That's amazing. Is there a concert in another town that's four hours away? Yeah. We'll probably be at that too. <laughs> at some point we should probably make some money to pay for all of this stuff that we're trying to do. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Paid for partnership, right? Like just partnering with these festivals, showing that's right. up. You guys will get there eventually, right? We keep playing the same game. We're gonna we're gonna win eventually. Yep. That's yep. pretty much how I how we see it. <laughs> putting in the work. Putting in the work and it'll it'll come it'll come to pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So given again, this is the upheaval series. Uh you've kind of touched on a few of the answers to the questions we have here in our last section. We used to call this rapid fire and then we realized that it was never rapid and that title just wasn't working. So I've pivoted and now I'm referring to it as burning questions. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, it's ah. still it's still the same fiery theme, you see. Um <laughs> Yeah, fire theme is good, right? We yeah, like right. It's fire, a big thing. Right? The first question is one that you have answered before in a previous conversation. A couple of the others are things you already touched on in this one, but we're going to roll with it anyway and see what happens here. So, First question is, what is a song or album that changed your life? And I'm going to preface it with, in episode 73, Eva's first appearance, you talked about Linkin Park's hybrid theory. So I'm going to challenge you to see if you can come up with something different this time. Since you're <laughs> I was going to say, I again. can't even fake like I was going to be consistent because I was like, Evanescence, The Fallen Record, like bringing life was a game changer. <laughs> and I, t- I definitely didn't, like, I didn't even remember that I lied to you and said something else. All of these are you're true. Like- Right? We just, all of these are true. Okay. So yeah. you tricked me. You gave me the same question to see if I could be consistent and I can't. So now I'm going to tell you about why I love Amy Lee. Do it. <laughs> I I showed up on the scene as a, like a new metal fan. Like when I was a kid, I wasn't, um, I was always singing pop melodies and pop hooks, but I wasn't seeing any representation for women in rock music. There, there was no one that was doing things like I was doing things in my local band that was like not pop punk, you know, because I think there was some presence of Paramore that was in there somewhere. There was there was some I'm I'm sure I think Hailstorm was maybe they weren't doing stuff just yet. Um, but I only saw representation, honestly, from European artists, but they were more like symphonic metal, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. Nightwish and Lacuna Coil and that yes. type of thing, right? I have a signed version of Karma Code, by the way. Nice. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I like that was my intro to this stuff. Even uh, Flyleaf, early Flyleaf. At that there point. you go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
but I, I really didn't see much, right? It was either heavier than what I was doing or it was pop punk or it was, you know, symphonic metal from overseas. So I think I really saw what I wanted out of my career when Bring Me to Life hit, because then I was like, here's another woman who's like doing things with like a high range and she's got like melody everywhere. She also doesn't have a gritty growly voice Mm -hmm. and she doesn't have a a pop vocal either. This is something that I could, I finally found my inroad um, with someone who was like of my same vibe, age, genre, right? The other stuff that I saw prior to that was, uh, and I think I might've touched on this before, that it was women in rock music that were older than me, a generation before me, right? Yeah. So Pat Benatar, um, yeah, it, it, and that that same that same vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that record. I loved uh, every song on that record. I started to really emulate and try to sing, and that was what helped me broaden my range was singing along to Amy. So I thank that record a lot for for that inspiration. Very cool. Thank you. What was your first festival experience like as an attendee and as a performer? Ooh, ooh, good question. I don't think I've answered. This one's new. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. First festival that I attended, pretty sure one of them was OzFest. Nice. Early okay. OzFest. And I was just, I didn't know whether I was shocked more by like <laughs> the music or the painted women. <laughs> just, Fair. just Fair. paint. I was yep. like, what is this? They were like, welcome to a rock festival. I was like, this is crazy. Let's see how out of hand this gets. Right. So uh, I think that who else was performing uh, that year? Iron Maiden. I saw Maiden. Yes. With the robot, the whole thing. I think I was, yep. I think I was at that one too. So that was kind of crazy. I think one of my early festival experiences was rock on the range as well. Like I was telling you guys before. Um, But so as a performer, it was interesting because I, was not a warped tour band right like um i think a lot of bands saw success from that was like new year's day like even stitched up Harbor, i think came yeah. came up in that same yeah. kind of thing yeah. um we had never played the warp tour we opened on a local stage at warp tour but i i still kind of think that i was a warp tour kid just because of that experience it was it was absolutely my first festival that i played yeah nice. um so my buddy's dad worked for Olympia entertainment and like submitted our press pack or Mm. something in like 2005 or six. And we were opening the local stage. It was like one in the afternoon and it was basically just a bunch of flats pushed into a corner at Comerica park. Like we weren't even on the festival grounds. We were in (laughs) like where all of the big bands t-shirts were being sold. That's where I was. (laughs) So, so we were, we were early and I was, I was like, okay, this is not going to be a big deal. Like maybe now I can relax and not have a panic attack because I wasn't sure what I was going to do with playing an actual festival. Right. I was like a teenager. So we get up there and I look and halfway through the second song, here's what I didn't realize. Rock fans, specifically festival rock fans, are nuts. I don't care where you play. <laughs> they will be there. And they've been there since eight in the morning. waiting oh, yeah. in line. So, yeah. If you turn on your guitar amp, they will come. 
Like <laughs> they hear that and they will come. And there was nobody else that was playing at this time. So we were the only game in town and they've been in line since eight in the morning. So they're not only going to buy a t-shirt, they're going to stand there and pretend like you're the biggest band they've ever seen. And I was like, not prepared. I look up halfway through the second song and I realize that there is 400 people at a standstill, like interrupting the line. Like we were off in a corner and there's the aisleway and then all the t-shirts were on the aisleway. They were like backing up the aisle. And I went, hands up. And they went, yeah. I was throwing t-shirts into the crowd. I was like, <laughs> like, nobody knew who we were and no one cared. And it was so fun. And they didn't know any of the words and we didn't know any, but that's where I fell in love with, I, I have to do this for the rest of my life. I want to play rock shows. That's probably why to this day, it is my favorite thing to, ever to do is play live. Ooh. All right. You know what? I'm going to call an audible and skip to the last one then, because uh, you kind of just answered it. But if you want to expand a little bit more, what do you love about performing live? The energy. Mm. There's nothing like the energy. Nobody has like more. I don't think I've ever experienced more cathartic show than mm. at the rock show. And I've been to see different genres of music and everything else. But like there's something about performing live and playing live that's different I love the connection between the stage and the audience too, because that, that doesn't exist anywhere else. It's, it's, you don't leave your baggage at home either. You just bring it and show up as you are. And it's fine. Like it's okay. It's, it's not even like the, they tell you in therapy not to ever use the word fine. Right. Like it's the actual, like, no, it's good. I'm glad you're yeah. here. And I don't care that you're broken. Come hang out. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you know, like yeah. really? I can show up as my weird authentic self and everybody here's just like, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the rock show. <laughs> awesome. That is too true. It is. Is there someone you're most looking forward to hearing, meeting, or reuniting at Upheaval? I mean, it's definitely Hailstorm. You caught me. <laughs> like, I, just, I think they're the coolest humans too. I just, I think that there was so such a cool vibe the night we got the chance to open for them and hang out with them in the, in the green room of North Carolina. But it was, it was also because I think we were the only, they were just coming, they were ending their tour. This was the last rescheduled date. They didn't have anywhere else to be. We didn't have anywhere else to be. And so we got to just like be people in the same room together. Mm. And I think that was pretty special because on a regular tour, you know, any headliner has a million other things that they're scheduled to do, places they need to be. Their schedule and calendar doesn't always line up with, you know, what the opener is doing. Um, and we don't often have crew, uh, aside from the amazing people at the venue who are helping us load in and on to the stage. So we're very DIY over here and they've got their own schedule over here. And so there's not a lot of time just for interacting and hanging out. I think that was a pretty special experience. So I always look forward to when we're on the same festivals with those guys because then it's nobody has like any different pressure. I think it's special at a festival because everyone has um, you're always brushing shoulders with with everybody. And it's a little bit of a different thing than like a headline tour would be. So and there is space to just kind of hang out and let loose and go see other bands together, you know, um, like yeah. when we were at Aftershock, I just basically followed around like the Octane crew and like ended up standing next to Dorothy and the gang, like watching um, <laughs> a couple of the other shows. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think it was, um, who are we standing in front of? Jack Black. 
Oh, <laughs> it was, nice. uh, you know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, my yeah, gosh, yeah. why am I blinking? Tenacious D. Tenacious D. Thank you. God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was just, it was fun because I, I got a chance to mill around with everybody and hang out. So it's just one big party, I think, with the festival. It's different than Headline Tour. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we we hope to be able to do that with you at the festival. We'll just see a bunch of stuff together. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I'll just text you and be like, we're at catering. God. <laughs> yeah. We're going, yep. we're going here. We're going there. Well, By I don't know if doesn't have catering. a tent or whatever else like that, but we'll, we'll come see you from <laughs> catering because I don't, you know, who knows? Yeah. You guys will probably get busy that day, too. That's we all still a work in progress. We'll yeah, figure we, that we, out we, as it goes. Yeah, we'll let you know. Cool. We'll let you know. Wing we'll be it. at the same fairground, so we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll link up. We'll yeah. go to the top of the big hill there and just yell for y'all. And just... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's our sound. So awesome. <laughs> we'll summon Eva under fire from the hill. Yes. Love that. And we got one more in this in this set here. Last question. So besides yourself, who's an upheaval artist everyone should see? Ooh. I'm going to say no hailstorm on this one either. I think we've we've given them enough of <laughs> enough of the rub here. I'm going to make this tough what on you. I would, I would have I to like look this up. You're going to have to. Okay, so wait. I don't know who's playing on our date. Oh, that, okay. We can problem. give you that lineup. We can, we can give you the lineup. We've got, well, this is probably something we should be doing anyway, is giving the lineup. <laughs> We're doing yeah, this series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm helpful. On See? Saturday, July 15th, that's your date. <laughs> yeah, you guys are there. We've got Falling in Reverse. We've got Hailstorm. We've got Ice Nine. Asking Alexandria, We Came as Romans, Suicide Silence, Crowbot, Fame on Fire, Of Virtue, and Blackheart Saints, in addition to some bands that are local to the area. Holy smokes. Okay, so wait. Um, I I have to see Ice Nine Kills, and I have to see Falling in Reverse, because I've heard amazing things about their stage performances. Um, And I shamefully have never been to an Ice Nine show, even though I have lead singer awesomeness on one of my tracks right spencer's amazing right. i know that he's an incredible human and i have seen amazing things and that he's an excellent performer so i have to see them but if there is an artist that i know for a fact you need to see it's asking asking alexandra hands down danny's voice is like shocking live like i've i've heard their vips because he was on the tour with a tree yeah. nothing more and asking right so like I would be setting up my t-shirts and I'm, I'm listening to their VIP happen. And I just, mind is blown. Like he, his voice is incredible. Um, but the guys, all of them, like Sam, and Cam and everyone of Ben, um, they're just also incredible humans, but they love, you can genuinely tell that they love being on stage. And if they do any of the songs that I heard while we were on tour, it's some of their older stuff. It's awesome like, all right like oh yeah. my god you know, everybody just walked their mind they're like are they playing old asking right now this is crazy <laughs> right so like definitely have to check out their set the homies are are gonna be in in town apparently i can't wait so i am uh i'm excited for several artists but asking is definitely one of them you sold me <laughs> we were uh disappointed that they couldn't continue the the tour in st louis uh a couple years back so I know. That's right. You guys came out to that show and they weren't, I think they would just left maybe the week before or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys, you have some big things coming up here. Uh, before we, before we fully sign off, we want to make sure that we shout those out and sell them. You released a cover of War Pigs not long ago. 
was did. fantastic. We did. Thank you. Yeah. I uh did you see that also like Black Sabbath thought it was a cool yeah. cover? That yes. was crazy. Awesome. You got you got geezer, was it? Yeah. Uh Probably. a comment from Geezer about how it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so when Geezer Butler retweeted that it was a great version of the song. You talk about a mom moment from heaven. <laughs> My mother lost her mind. She was like, this is one of those full circle moments. I grew up listening to Black Sabbath and now they're like, My kid's doing a great cover right now. Blah, blah, blah. Crazy. Like my mom really that was that was a fun uh your mom's here podcast moment. Um, so, so she she was loving it. I was loving it. I was I was completely shook that he would even A like I guess when when you're talking about like icons like that, right? You don't know what they're paying attention to, right? Um, and whether or not they're even on like socials because they were doing record sales way before the internet was even a thing. So, but I mean, it's really cool to see that. Like, I suppose that would be true. I mean, when you've already made it and you're in that space, like, what else would catch your eye? You know. Um, so I, I'm I'm grateful to have landed on their radar. I think it's really dope that. Uh, that he would give us some some credit, some street cred like that. Mm -hmm. Always wonderful to be sanctioned. <laughs> but, so so that was really fun. Um, we have a ton. We have more festivals this year than we had ever. I think yeah. this is our biggest festival year ever. I believe you you hinted at that. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's upheaval, uh, Blue Ridge, mm -hmm. Rockfest. We're playing. Uh, <laughs> Shit, Rocked. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. which totally counts. I mean, that's just a yes. festival. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome. 100%. It's a giant four day festival or whatever it's gonna be. It's like six days, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super long this year. Um, right. That's what it, yeah. And see, I I shot myself in the book because I was jealous that I couldn't be on the following year because they added a date and now I think we've added one or two dates i don't know yeah, yeah um yeah. something like that so yeah we've got we've got a ton of them incarceration we're gonna be incarceration yeah. this year yeah. yeah all right i need to find out how i can get tatted at ink like <laughs> yesterday do um, it because i think it'd be so dope i'm gonna text jose megan about it and be like uh so if you could recommend so i because i know he's got ink for days like he's got to know somebody that's gonna be there do it so, <laughs> it's gonna be a pretty pretty fun-filled summer pretty fun film so we yes. got like you said uh, a bunch of dates with taproot who are also michigan homies mm -hmm. um so that'll be incredible be and and that was actually hooked up by our like merch guy like because he <laughs> used to do he used to sling t-shirts for them also and now that they're coming back he's like you guys should take out eva and then like all of a sudden chris was talking to their managers <laughs> like this is awesome <laughs> um yeah. because we all loved it we all grew up with that being like the high school anthem right so um mm -hmm. now we mm -hmm. play a couple cool dates with those guys uh, we've been added to some pop evil shows, which is yep. also amazing. More Michigan homies. So I'm I'm stoked. I think this is gonna be a great, great summer. Yeah, we're we're very excited about the pop evil stuff for you, except the the unfortunate thing is we're seeing you July 15th, you know, gonna be there 14th and 15th. But the date in Missouri is in Jeff City like a week mm -hmm. later on a sunday so we don't know if we can make that one we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try but uh you guys, are, you guys really are just like down for every concert possible <laughs> i love this i love it's... this and that three of them might potentially be mine is also sick <laughs> so i'll try to switch it up see if we can add a different set uh some some something else in the set that day 
I don't know if we're trying to like break last year's record or something, but like last year we saw a combined 18 shows. So I think we're trying to break your car. Yeah. That's what yeah. We're trying to do. yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Dudes in their personal goals. They're like, yeah. well, let's see if we can beat it this time. Let's Every see. year, more interviews, more shows. Yeah. Exactly. Um, less sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, more gas mileage. You know the feeling. Too, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the Not same thing you're doing that. from the other end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. I get the no sleep thing. That's for yep. show. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Eva. Um, as always, you're legitimately one of our favorite guests. Um, always insightful and winsome and uh, and and very, very just a pleasure to speak with. Yeah, man, I love hanging out with you guys. Thank you guys so much, so much for your patience with my schedule. And I would say that uh, my, my schedule is crazy, but you guys already know that and you're planning on coming to almost every show. So. <laughs> 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 so we'll be seeing you specifically. Our people. Let's yes. Go. Oh, yes. Yeah. Can't wait. Super excited. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Itch podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. And I'm Eva, the fourth official member. We'll see you later. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.